Welcome back to another episode of the Premier League Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Northrup, and today we're taking a bit of a pivot away from the Premier League, and we are going to be talking about the first three match days of the Champions League. Obviously, I'm sure everyone listening knows that the Champions League takes the top four or five teams from each of the top uh divisions or from each of the top leagues in each country so la liga syria from france or from italy liga from france and the premier league from england and bundesliga from germany and then there's also leagues from uh, russia and portugal i believe and i think that's it um so the first game that jumps out to me from match day number one, which was September 6th, is Dynamo Zagreb beating Chelsea 1-0. Obviously, Chelsea has historically been a powerhouse in the Premier League, constantly making the Champions League. So to start off the group stage play with a loss to Dynamo Zagreb, who I'm sure they expect to beat 10 times out of 10, is not the best look. Maybe that played into the firing of Graham Potter, but not not the best look for them. Another one that jumps out to me is Man City beating Sevilla 4-0. It's not too shocking because it's Man City and they have Erling Holland, and it seems like 4-0 is a realistic score for them against any opponent, but I would expect... I guess Sevilla with the loss of Martial this season as his loan expired. It's not too shocking that they couldn't put up much of an offensive battle, but 4-0 is extremely impressive, and Sevilla is definitely not a walkover to anyone. Dortmund, 3-0 against Copenhagen. That's not too big of a shock. Dortmund's a very talented squad, but unfortunately they are without Sebastian Aller who very, very unfortunately just got diagnosed with testicular cancer this offseason. So very unfortunate to hear that. Hopefully he can have a safe recovery. Obviously his number one priority is health, but it would be amazing to see a comeback and have him back playing soccer. The third game that uh, jumps out a little bit is... Salzburg in Milan won AC Milan. It was a one-all draw. AC Milan is a talented team. They, again, are one of those teams from Italy that always makes the Champions League. And I'm not saying Salzburg is a walkover, but I think Milan expects to win that game. That comes as a, a bit of a surprise. And finally, from Group 1, Ajax beats the Rangers 4-0. That is not a sh- that's not too big of a shock. I think the Rangers are not a very talented squad this year. I don't think Ajax is great, but they definitely have a lot of offensive potential. So that's an interesting stat line to see. And the most important or the biggest game from the group stage of day 1 was PSG and Juventus. That was a 2-1 victory for PSG. 
with Mbappe scoring in the 5th and 22nd minute, both goals for PSG, while Weston McKinney had a goal in the 53rd minute to make it a one-goal match. Uh, It was a very entertaining game to watch. Uh, That first half wasn't too interesting as PSG dominated, but Juventus' offense... uh, Held their front, uh, 13 shots, 14 on target. Possession was 58-42. So pretty, not not too lopsided, but definitely not an even bout. So it was an entertaining game, but ultimately I think PSG is the better team, and they should have won this game. I think 2-1 seems like a fair scoreline. Moving on to match day two, we had... uh, Excuse me, I'm having some internet difficulties. Moving on to match day two, we had Sporting CP beating Tottenham 2-0. This was September 13th. Again, we're still in the group stage, so teams trying to move on. Tottenham, a very difficult game to lose there. I'm sure, I mean, Sporting CP is it's not, I feel like I'm, a broken record saying historically but they are a talented squad and they are, they make the they make the Champions League consistently so it's not too big of a shock but 2-0 I would expect it to be a little closer than that a big game that took place was Liverpool and Ajax uh it was one all for most of the game with a solid goal in the 17th minute and a Mohamed Kudus goal in the 27th minute and Joel Matip had a goal for Liverpool in the 89th minute to win that one. Uh, Liverpool outshot Ajax 24-3, so it was extremely lopsided. But possession wasn't too bad, 57-43. Ajax converted their one shot on target. Uh, I think these are two pretty evenly matched teams. I think that Liverpool's having a bit of a regression year this season. But a big win over Ajax has them feeling confident. Another interesting game from match day two was uh, Bayern Munich against Barcelona. Uh, Obviously, Lewandowski has been having contract concerns and Barcelona's under investigation. So Lewandowski unable to net one against his former team. Bayern would win that one 2-0. Kind of expected. Barcelona's also having a bit of a down year. They are definitely not as proficient scoring the ball as they have been in years past. So not a shocking score. Uh, The Rangers seem to be having a tough Champions League as they lost to Napoli 3-0. So that's 0-2 in their first two games, both by multiple goals. So... They're not looking too promising. And the biggest game of that day was Man City and Dortmund. And I expected this game to be a much more lopsided affair, but ultimately it was only 2-1 in a victory for Man City with goals by John Stones and Erling Holland in the 80th and 84th minute respectively. While Dortmund had a 1-0 lead for about 24 minutes, 
with a goal by Jude Bellingham in the 56th minute. So I'm sure they were feeling a lot of energy and excitement beating Man City 1-0, but ultimately they kind of fell apart in that last 10 minutes of the game, gave up two goals. That's not what they like to see. Shots was 12-5, to Man City, but only 3-2 to in on, shots on target. Possession was 66-34 in favor of Man City. So I think well, I didn't get a chance to watch this game, but looking at these stats on paper, it looked like Man City dominated the game, but was just not able to get the usual amount of looks at on the net as they usually are. But still a big win for Man City as they defeat Dortmund. Dortmund. Moving on to match day three. Uh, one of the most... Inter- not This one wasn't too interesting, except Tottenham again with a weak showing in the Champions League, drawing Frankfurt 0-0. And Inter Milan had a victory over Barcelona. They, got, they reacquired uh, Romelu Lukaku from Chelsea this offseason, so... They're glad to have him back, and they had a goal in the 47th minute of the game. Shots was 5-7 to seven in favor of Barcelona, 2-2 two, two in shots on target. Barcelona dominated this game possession-wise, favoring them 72-28%. to 28%. Uh, They really just couldn't get anything going on the net, didn't get great looks even though they had a, a lot of possession, possessed the ball for a long time, ultimately couldn't get it done. And the last day, the last game from match day three that caught my eye was, um, excuse me, was Man City and Copenhagen. Obviously, that game should be a wash, but 5-0 against any team in the Champions League is impressive. Erling Holland nets two. Mahrez had a pen. Julian Alvarez had a goal in the 76th minute. And David Kochulava for Man City netted one in the 39th minute. So that game was all around dominated by Man City. 76% possession. Outpassed Copenhagen 851 to 281. That is honestly an insane, insane stat. I don't think I've ever seen a discrepancy that big, but another impressive victory for Man City. Moving on to match day number four, I think there were two, uh, three extremely shocking results. We had Man City and Copenhagen rematch in a tie, and Man City netted zero goals. I think that that might be the first time I've seen Man City have zero goals this year. They had 59% possession, outshot Copenhagen 14-6. to Shots on target outshot them 4-1. to This definitely seems like one that Man City should go home with, at least one goal and at least a victory, but I'm sure Copenhagen was thrilled to get out of there with a draw. That's a shocking score result as Man City has looked extremely dominant in both the Champions League and the Premier League. So, impressive game, impressive bout for Copenhagen. And then we also had Maccabee Haifa beat Juventus 2-0. And 
I don't like to, I don't want to throw shade at Maccabi Haifa, but they are a random team. I believe out of the Israeli soccer league, Israeli Premier League, with uh, Omer Atlizi netting two in the first half in the seventh and forty second minute, winning that game two nil. They outshot Juventus fourteen to ten. However, Juventus shot, outshot them in shots on target in, with five to four. 60% possession for Juventus. Ultimately, their offense could not get it done, could not net a single goal. So extremely shocking final for any fans of Juventus, and I'm sure Maccabi Haifa fans are thrilled. Finally, we have PSG and Benfica in a one-all draw. I'm sure PSG, they have extreme talent with Kylian Mbappe, Neymar, and Lionel Messi, so that's a shocking game. Shots were even at seven to seven. PSG outshot them with shots on target, three to one, sixty-two percent possession. This seems like a game that PSG should win every time, but Benfica came to play. Uh, both goals scored in this game were pens. Kylian Mbappe with one in the thirty-ninth minute, and Mario for. Benfica with a pen in the 62nd minute. I'm sure Benfica is thrilled with that final. So with that, that's going to do it for this podcast here today. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Sam Northrup, and I will see you next week.